0: what's going on gang welcome to a brand new tuesday episode of the podcast how the fuck are you it's your boy in the new apartment you know about to fucking make a hot chocolate after this i forgot to make one now you know? But what do you think? I'm a pussy? Is that what you think? Fucking hot chocolates for everybody. It's for fucking everybody. I I, I don't I'd like to know any point in life where you would turn down a hot chocolate. You know? So I'm going to make one of those. Um It's good to be here, man. Lots been going on. I got a full notepad here. Got a fucking ton of questions from you guys. Ton of emails. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to the graphic designer that did the art for the pod. I love the new black art. Um, her name is Storm Shearer. She's a super talented designer. Did everything for me in like a day. So if you're looking for graphic design work, check out StormShearer.com. So cool to work with. Um, genuinely a fucking pleasure. So just wanted to give a quick shout out to her. Throw her some, uh, throw her some business if you're looking for a graphic designer. And uh, without further ado, welcome to the fucking show, people. How the fuck are you? Huh? You feeling all right? You feeling upset? You feeling offended? You mad at Bill Burr? <laughs> Is that where we're at? Are people fucking outraged by Bill Burr? Did you watch? Did you watch his SNL monologue? You know, he went after. Uh, he did a basically a set talking about. You know, amongst other things, I think the thing you people were upset with him for. But and here's the thing. We'll, we'll, we'll dive deep into this, but he did some jokes, you know, he told like basically the jokes about white chicks and, uh, you know, their, their history of racism and then also like just shitting on white guys as if they weren't a part of it. You know what I mean? So he was like, sit down next to me and take your talking to. And here's the funny thing. If you ask anybody that's like in the loop on this story, they'll tell you "Yeah, Twitter was exploding, man. Wow, bro, dude, like, have you seen Twitter, man? There's, everybody's, like, fucking yelling, man. Everybody's, like, fucking fighting, man, and it's because of Bill Burr. Ooh, he's in some hot water. He's in some hot water, that Billy Burr. Is he? Is he, though? I mean, like, here's what I realized. This is, this is the whole fucking thing, right? Thousands of people watch a thing. You know, it's SNL, let's be honest. They're not doing millions you know, maybe they got a couple hundred viewers. They're all theater kids. They wear red lipstick. They're in high school. You know what I mean? They haven't come out yet, but you know, give them time. Who gives a fuck? Let them live. They're on their own timeline. (laughs) But three people, like, you know, a thousand people enjoy the show. Three of them go to Twitter and go, this guy has always been unfunny, always been a misogynist always been a piece of shit this guy makes my uterus hurt he just does you know that's and by the way it's not women tweeting that it's like fucking brooklyn white dudes this guy that joke (laughs) punched me right in the uterus and i i think comedy should be punching up not punching down into my uterus you know so but it's three people. It's three people on Twitter. And they, you know, they got 60,000 followers apiece, So people think it's like real. And they talk about how he's, you know, this anytime a comic takes a risk or says anything that has a, a touch of edge to it, just a touch, like, this guy's a piece of shit. He's always been an unfunny pe. And it's like three people. And then what happens? is people who don't even know about the story or anything just start liking it because it's evil and it's toxic, and they're just you're just put anytime somebody goes that guy's a fucking dork' and they do it on social media, you're like, Oh shit, I better like it. somebody's throwing some shade. I better fuck it like that's just what people do. you know what I mean It's like if you hear somebody engage fight talk you you just get excited by nature, so a bunch of idiots do that, and then every person starts going, Hey, I don't think that's true. You know, you you don't think this guy's funny. Let's see your fucking 10 minute set. You know what I mean? Let's see how you would do under that pressure. Right. And it's like, then you, the normal people start coming out and and then they fucking, you know, they start fighting back and forth on Twitter again, but this is what creates the buzz. If, if you, if it was just, you just let these losers say some shit on Twitter and you just let it disappear into the air and you just let it become nothing you don't engage it it'd be over but instead what we do is when we see like for example in comedy when we see somebody coming at a comedian you know we all fucking we all just go to defend him which as you should if you have any fucking integrity you know what i mean as a stand-up when people start going yeah bill burr's not funny you should be fucking, you know, you should be on his side and be like, yeah, when, when, since when, since when was that guy not selling out Madison Square Garden? Like, dude, you're a fuck, you're a fucking pizza delivery guy, bro. Like you, you got a better, like you, how many hours have you put together? You know what I mean? Like you just, you don't have the same work ethic. You don't have, you know what I mean? You just don't have that. And sp- like, I worked with Bill Burr this week. He, like he was, I was hosting a show. And I've worked with him a few times. He's one of the nicest guys. He's so f- he like goes out of his way to be polite to you. You know what I mean? I've hosted for him a few times. He'll like drop into a, a club or something. I'm doing a set. The week he was doing his SNL set, I saw him working it out. And uh, you know, I brought him on stage. It was one of the shittiest crowds I'd done in a while. And th- it was like it was like ten people maybe outdoors. It was fucking cold nobody there gave a shit about comedy i was up there just eating my balls you know what i mean just fucking dying a slow death and i, I, was, I was like i hate this crap i said that to them i hated the fucking show then they're like hey by the way bill burr's going up first so i got to bring him on stage i'm like he's really like he's doing this he's gonna go up in front of these 10 people who like don't give a fuck you know what i mean to, to work on his set for snl like if that doesn't show you how much this guy cares about getting it right, and just the work ethic of that, you know what I mean? So many comics like they don't work their shit out like that. You know the great ones do, and it's fun. But like a guy, he he's going up in front of seven people who don't give a fuck, while strangers are walking past on the sidewalk. When I brought him on stage, I was like, "Your, ne- your comic, this comic's gonna be hosting SNL this week." The clerk, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I guess." <laughs> and he just went up and fucking worked. You know what I mean? So like, just as a test, like I had so much respect and I've seen him go up, you know, before where he's just like working new shit out. And it just as a comic, it's so cool to watch the process of it. And like the- and watching any of those guys at that level, seeing how they work is like, you know, as a comic, you see the way they start putting it together. It's, it's just awe inspiring the way that they work it out. So, This guy's fucking working his ass off trying to get this set right. And then like three people on Twitter will start bitching about it. And it's like these people, like they're good at writing snarky tweets. That's their talent. They're good at writing a little fucking, you know, my, my fucking boyfriend, if he could just find my clit, you know, if he thought my clit was Call of Duty, maybe he'd find it. And then you know, twenty million people retweet Chrissy Teigen retweets it while holding up a fucking you know her miscarried baby. My baby loved this. Okay, that was that was probably too much. That was probably too much. But I gotta wake you up, you know. No, I obviously you know if you lose your kid, that's a that's a nightmare. And a half. I don't even know if she did lose a kid though. I don't even know. Now I'm not saying if she did, I'm denying it. I just genuinely, I'm out of the loop on the news. I don't know if that happened um john leonard L- legend would sell a kid though i could tell that guy just has that fuck like that couple just has that fucking you know that that we would do anything for money we'd do anything for a american express commercial kind of hollywood vibe to the two of them you know um but listen i love y'all you know especially you john legend with your fucking one song but see now i'm being a fucking hater. what am i being a hater for no I I take it back. I take it all back. No, but you know what I mean. Like nobody's nobody's actually upset about this fucking Bill Burr monologue. But the thing, these people that go on Twitter and start bitching and going like, "This is just disrespectful," and this and that. Like, why are you critiquing comedy? This is a piece of stand up comedy. You don't like comedy. You like snarky tweets. You understand? You like memes. That doesn't mean you like comedy. So why are you pretending? to be a fucking comedy reviewer online. That's what I don't understand. Why? Why are you pretending to be a fucking comedy? I just don't get it. Let the people who need comedy, who are up at night, they can't sleep, who have fucking stressful lives, who listen to stand-up about dark shit and feel better, and they like hearing the truth in these things. Let those people enjoy it. If you don't like it, just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? It's like the equivalent is like you go to a fucking art museum and you see a painting and you tweet a photo of it out. and You're like, this fucking painting sucks. It's like, maybe you just didn't get it. Maybe you didn't fucking enjoy it. You know, that's fine. Why can we no longer not enjoy something in privacy? Why do we feel like every fucking thing that we don't love. We got we to gotta tell the world. I have to tell my 400 followers in Georgia. 300 of them are frat guys who are just trying to fuck me. I got to let them know. I didn't care for this. It's Just fucking. The only time you should be posting other shit on social media. And calling out other shit. Is when you're going. I really like this thing. You should check it out otherwise why put it out there you know what i mean like don't let yourself be a fucking hater on reddit you know why speaking of which take a screenshot of this fucking podcast you know tell a friend about it post it on your instagram story tag us do the right thing buy a fucking hoodie buy a fucking hoodie you know the, you know because i'm doing these auditions and i gotta tell you I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's, I don't think that's going to work. I got on TV the one time, you know, but the more I do, listen, if you're going to do a podcast, you get on TV. The first thing they're going to do when you get on TV as a comedian is they're just going to go listen to, to one episode of your podcast. If your podcast is any fucking good, you should get fired from TV for it. <laughs> okay. If you get a TV job. And they don't fire you because of some, a joke, a miscarriage joke you made on your podcast. You shouldn't have a, you know, you shouldn't be on the, you, then your podcast sucks, dick. Let me just tell you that. So, but yeah, I'm feeling fucking good. You know, we, pl- we plugged our graphic design. We talked about this fucking fake outrage controversy. Dude, like these fucking people, man, that are like, the, like, and then they wonder like how Trump gets elected. It's because people are just sick of hearing you whining. You understand? That's how. It's not because there's fucking 50 million racists in your backyard or whatever other conspiracy theorist. Yeah, racism is real. I'm not fucking denying that for sure. But that's not the overwhelming majority of who's voting for fucking Trump, dude. It's a lot of people who are just sick of hearing fucking spoiled young people with money bitching on Twitter. That's what like creates people fucking leaving the left, you know? But what are you going to do? You can't you can't reason with, with anybody anymore. It's fucking, you know? That's why I'm I'm fucking I mean, I, I just feel for anybody who's trying to build a career where it relies on the the like everyone liking you. Like I can't I just can't help but feel sorry for you. You that's not the way it works anymore. You get, you know, you find fucking 2000 people who like your shit and you appreciate them you fucking appreciate the folks that came out to my show in Tampa you know we did a show socially distanced at side splitters fucking great club dude the staff was so goddamn nice everybody was so friendly shout out to Brian and all of them over there great just what a what a great crew had a fucking great time every like I believe every person that came out to the show was a fan of the show and as a result it was just so much fun it was so much fucking fun i was so nervous with all this like new material i was like man i hope i have 20 minutes here and then i even told him i was like light me like a 35 so i know where i'm at give me the light you know okay because i need to know how much time this is he let me i was like oh, i can do another 15 up here easy you know did like 50 minutes and just like all didn't have to do any old jokes that i didn't want to fucking do and the crowd was just so sick dude they were so great not COVID sick. They were fucking, you know, everybody in there was wet and happy. It was a fucking great time. It was like, what? That show could not have gone better, you know? Just what a fucking great time. Everybody there was so goddamn cool. Shout out to all the Patreon fans that came out, all the listeners. Fucking Eddie pulled up. This dude's out here recommending porn on the Patreon page. You know, we, that, you need fans like that. You need fans like that. Eddie and his boy came through. Fucking Hannah bunch of bunch of awesome people Shut up and like it's so cool to have fans where you can talk to them after and be like oh i really like these people these are fucking cool people i feel like not a lot of people have that privilege so and i know i've said this before but like you ever get you know you do the you do the show you do a little meet and greet after which i do you know you do that shit for free you got to talk to your fucking people dude you know um and people like people always ask like are do you ever get tired of having to talk to it's like, no, I, we got fucking four, 30, 40 people in this room. Every one of them listens to my fucking show. And we had a great time. Like, how could I ever not enjoy people that support my work? Like, they're the, they're the reason I can fucking do this. So I, I have nothing but appreciation for you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Grab a fucking hoodie. Grab a hoodie. leftfordcom slash merch. But yeah, um, it's good to be back in New York, man. It's good to be back in New York. I'm fucking... My apartment's almost set up. My TV is still in a goddamn cardboard box. I got this wall mount, but I ordered a stud finder and I got stolen from my fucking lobby. You know, and I live on the Upper East Side. Everybody here is ninety years old, so some fucking geriatric Alzheimer's motherfucker stole my stud finder. And you know what? Good riddance. You can have it. i The Amazon gave me a new one, baby. So you're not gonna keep me down. Um, but yeah, I got to put my fucking TV up. I have a feeling in a year I'll still be like, yep. Just got to get this TV up and we'll be all set here, you know? But yeah, I got back to New York. I'm like uh, semi in a relationship now. It's getting real close. Getting real close, you know? So I'm doing fucking relationshipy things. You might have seen on Instagram. You might have seen it. I was in a fucking apple picking farm, okay? A fucking apple picking farm. Let me tell you, I'm never doing that again. Just not. I'm just not. What a, what a waste of my life. <laughs> you know, the, you got to go to these fucking org. I I held off for my whole life, and now you got. You know, finally they got me. You want to come with another miserable couple? You want to get in this jeep and drive up to? Is it close? No, it's not even. It's it's laughable how far it is. Actually, you want to get in this car? Get in this car with a couple that's clearly fighting. Let's go three hours upstate. Or some inbred people can sell us $12 cider. Okay. Do I have to go? But here's the thing. You got to fucking leverage it. You ask your girl. You go, do you want me to go? And she goes, yeah. And you go, okay, I'll do it for you. Then she owes you one. You got to leverage it. Make it count. If you're going to do something awful, Make it fucking count. So we have been fucking apple picking, dude. And look, pumpkins are pretty goddamn cool. I'll, I'll throw some respect to pumpkins for sure. But goddamn, I don't know why anybody does that. Just go to fucking Whole Foods, dude. Just go to, a, go to Target. Get a fucking pumpkin. Why do we got to go four hours out? You know what I mean? To get the real thing. Give me this fucking big ass pumpkin with steroids that's going to leave my window so orange for two years because there's fucking chemicals in it. Just let me have that one. That's fine with me. I'm saving a lot on gas. It, it, it's cute. It's cute. Let's get out there for the photo. Let's get out there for the photo. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I just you know, I'm at this, I'm at this point in my life now. I like my friends. I like my apartment. You know? The TV could definitely be on the wall, but I I like doing the things I do. I don't really need to do other things. You know what I mean? If your gut tells you this is kind of going to suck, it's probably going to suck. But some, sometimes you got to do shit for, you know, for your significant other, for your partner. You got to get out there. You got to fucking, you know, do it for them. Make it count. Make it count. But, man, what a, what a fucking American scam that whole thing that whole going out to a farm and doing that bullshit. Ugh. God damn it. Because you know, we're just gonna go for an hour. It's it becomes a it becomes a whole fucking affair. You come back, you're so tired, you can't get your fucking dick up. I don't know. This is this is my problem that I can get this fucking irrationally angry about uh going to a fucking orchard. <laughs> You know, I don't like porter potties. All fucking orchards have porter potties. I like indoor plumbing. I like being, feeling, you know what we should rather do? Let's take that fucking money we would have spent at this stupid fucking farm and let's get a nice hotel. Let's get a nice hotel. Fucking, you know, have some great hotel sex. Stay in the room. Get one with a little balcony. Let's do that. Let's fucking sit on a balcony. Smoke a cigar. Go and watch HGTV argue over whether we'd spend that much on a granite countertop what's wrong with that nothing nothing there's a lot of other fun things you can do that's the point i'm making here you know my fucking camera's messing up here um this is nice. This is weird. I'm changing up the video format. I got to set up the fucking room to have like a uh, like a backdrop of the, the artwork for the show and all that. But it's good. I got this new software. It tells me how long I've been doing, which is fucking good. I need to, Also, I need to get a coffee maker, guys. Um, I was going to get a French press, and then I was, I was reading everywhere that they're actually not bad for you. Or that they're bad for you. They don't filter out some shit. That gives you heart disease. So if you have a coffee maker that you like, shoot me a message. Shoot me a fucking recommendation. Because I don't even, I don't know what to do. I don't want the stupid cup shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't trust coffee that comes out of a little fucking plastic cup and the machine stabs it in the fucking ass. You know, these K-cups and all that shit. So if you got a, you know, if you had an idea for a coffee maker for a single person, Something that works for you. Let me know, because this whole twelve bucks a day at Starbucks, not very sustainable. And let me tell you, the rewards aren't adding up. They told me that legitimately. They told me, if you spend two thousand more dollars, we will we will give you a cake pop. I said, what's that? Is that like a big cake? They said, no, it's a little stick that we found in the trash. We put a little bit of batter on the top of it, and that and you can go fuck you. <laughs> so it's it's a thrill. It's a thrill to be a part. Of the fucking rewards programs out there these days. Let me tell you. Let me fucking tell you. You know, but yeah, I don't like doing shit anymore, man. I got a fucking, I got a new TV. I bought a sound bar. I like coming home. I got fucking Hulu TV. Watch whatever I want. Been getting into sports. I never thought I'd say that. I'm watching like baseball and shit. It's it's just nice to be an old man. You come home, you throw on the fucking, the game. You watch your team just get brutally destroyed you know you fall asleep on the couch wake up in like three hours you go to bed i mean it's like it's the little things in life you know what i mean it's that's so nice it's so fucking nice But speaking of all this like cancel but like you remember i i was thinking of this uh this thing michael strahan let me tell you i fucking hate that guy you know michael strahan is he was like a new york giants player i think now he hosts like good morning uh what you know, whatever the fuck. One of those morning shows. I saw one of the most this guy had one of the most no integrity moves I've ever seen on TV. It was pretty unbelievable. You should look this up. Back when they were trying to cancel Kevin Hart from the Oscars, they were calling him homophobic. Which is like, dude, he's like a super famous actor and and comic, you know. You're in, nobody in Hollywood is fucking homophobic. You know, um, I mean, maybe there are some people, but listen, the whole business is gay. I mean, everybody here, we've all fucking, you know, we've all played around. I'll leave it at that. We've all fucking played around. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking Hollywood, dude. This is the most, uh, it's the most open, you know, but here's the thing. So anyways, they're trying to cancel Kevin Hart for fucking uh you know he had like tweets in 1996 about being you know that were deemed homophobic which is fair enough but you know he and michael strahan is interviewing him and and kevin specifically goes hey i'm not going to talk about this shit i've already addressed it i'm not going to fucking talk about uh you know this whole fake homophobic controversy said i've already talked about it i've already apologized i'm not just going to be like a, a poster boy for this shit so He says that, and then Michael Strahan, of course, is like, well, what do you have to say? Kevin, what do you have to say about the people who think that you're homophobic? And this is one of the realest moves I've ever seen in a fucking interview, dude. Kevin Hart, credit to him, man. He fucking looks at Mike, and he goes, Mike, he goes, you know me, dude. Like, you know me. We know each other. Do you really, like, do you really, do you even believe what you're asking me? Do you really think I'm homophobic? Like, like, Mike, you know me. That's what he said. It's such a great clip. And Strahan, fucking zero integrity, dude. You could tell these men knew each other. And this guy just was a fucking sellout for whatever, his $300,000 job at fucking CNN or whatever it was. And, like, couldn't just be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're a good guy. I do know you. You're a fucking hard worker, dude. This is bullshit. No. He, had to, he, like, pr- he kept le- sitting on the question. Like, it was like Frost Nixon or some shit. Just unbelievable. You know, it's just, you see shit like that. How do you fucking trust anything on TV? How do you trust any fucking news source? Like, I'm not watching CNN. You know what I mean? I'm not going to watch Anderson Cooper in his new glasses, you know, making 48 fucking million dollars a year, pretending to be offended by shit Trump is saying. I'm just... You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just at this point, I'd rather throw on Fox News and just see a, a white guy in a bow tie with a bad haircut say some insensitive things. Because you know what? At least I'm going to laugh. At least it's going to be a little funny. They're going to have a sense of humor about it. That's I just hate like all this fuck. All the the left news. It's just the attitude is like it's always whining. You know what I mean? At least if you flip over, it's like yeah, they're going to say some dumb shit, but. At least, like, it's, like, almost absurd. Like, you watch Tucker Carlson, it's, like, almost hilarious. This dude, they're all, Nancy Pelosi has a gun inside of her blazer during this speech. Now, do you think that's okay? And it's just like, really, dude? But, you know, at least it's not coming from a place of, like, fucking just being a little bitch. I this this fucking camera's fucking up. Is this the most is this the most aggressive episode we've ever done? I can't even tell. I can't tell. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm trying to have some fun. I'm trying to talk some shit. Somebody uh said I curse too much. You already know what my response is to that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just trying to have a little bit of fun, folks. We're fucking around. We're fucking around. Um, but yeah. I hope you guys are well. Let's fucking jump into these questions, man. If you have a question for the show, email me. Send it into the at gmail.com. You can also send it directly to me on the patreon. There's a direct messenger there so you can shoot me there. Um, I'll get i get to it either way. But it's the Show at gmail.com. Share the episode. If you're agreeing with what we're talking about, share the fucking pod. Um, and then we, of course, we got a couple Instagram questions here as well. Let me just pull these up real fucking quick. I should have pulled these up beforehand, but what are you going to do? You know, I don't want to run like a super, I I never wanted to be a part of anything that was a super tight ship. You know what I mean? Um, all right, let's do this. Let's do it. By the way, we'll just, you know, since a lot of these emails are going to be about dating sex, let me just throw out the fucking sex tip of the week. And this is for the ladies. And this is for the gay fellas. Play with the balls, y'all. That's like my new thing. I'm really into having my balls licked and lightly sucked on. Makes of just. And take your time with it. Just feel free to forget about the dick for a little while. Just what a fucking treat. (laughs) That's going to be the name of the episode. Um. All right, let's do this email. It's called What The Fuck, all caps. Story time. Okay, I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. Pretty much got engaged to a guy in December. Shit went south in February. Okay, we went back and forth and shit up until June slash July. He got this new girlfriend in July. We kind of hung out, but wouldn't consider her a friend. He reaches out last week after not speaking to him. Uh, He wants to clear the air. And absolutely fucking not do I agree. Plot twist, he he messages me this week asking for a threesome. So this is wild. We got two different messages about this topic this week. Um, Okay, is this normal? Whose idea was this? Why would any girlfriend be okay with their new boyfriend proposing a threesome with a girl that he was essentially engaged with? And as a matter of fact, it's probably only been three or four months since he and I had slept together. Please tell me what you think. Is this normal relationship stuff? Do exes ever do this? I just can't believe people do. Much love, um, XX. And there was an Instagram question that was actually the fucking same topic. Where Let me pull it up right here. Where somebody goes, um, is it valid? No, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? My ex asked me to threesome with him and his new girlfriend of two months. Thoughts? What the fuck? Oh, wait. That's the fucking, that's the same person. I'm a fucking idiot. You hit me on both fronts. Okay, fair enough. Um it would be great if I just got 10 emails like my ex keeps trying to have a threesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's unusual. I would say maybe covid's bringing out a little more uh, sexual adventuring and wildness in people. Um he could also, you know, maybe you guys had really good sex and he's down for a threesome, maybe the new chick's by and he's like, "I know a girl." She's like, "How do you know her?" Do you, do you guys like work friends and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> as soon as you're walking to the door to have this threesome he's be like just so you know she doesn't know we were engaged like that I think that would be a big problem I think any person who's willing to bring the ex-fiance into the threesome is a fucking idiot is that fair is that fair to say I mean what do you Unless it, unless you just don't give a shit about the relationship I don't think there's any fucking way it's a good idea to reignite those moments Um, if I were you, I would not join this. I just wouldn't, you know, there's uh, normally I'm in favor of, if you want to fucking, you know, explore a little bit and have a little threesome action, I'm all in favor of that. You know, go explore, step outside of your comfort zone, do your thing. But in this fucking scenario where it's your ex that you guys, ex fiance, you guys broke up like three, four months ago. This is a horrendous idea. Just you should. And I get it. it might be tempting. Be like, what's their sex life like? Let me see. if You know, no reason to do this. No fucking. Re- this is like. That's wild. That's what this is like one of those stories people only tell you they would do if they were like fucking hammered and not over their ex. And that's like how that shit goes down. So I don't think it's very I don't think it's all that normal. I think in general, if somebody's smart, they try to keep their exes. Far out of their threesomes. Um, And I would just avoid this whole thing. That's what I would do. Let's do... uh, We got a good amount of emails, man. This one's called Patreon member under a different name. Got fucking James Bond over here. Lev, I I met a guy on Bumble a few weeks ago. Only intending to become friends. Okay. All right. Buckle in, folks. Buckle in. We got a little turbulence ahead. I was very clear about it going in, and I told him I was in a relationship. Are you fucking buckled in, people? Are you buckled in? And you know me. Even if it's a Patreon, I keep it honest with you guys. That's the whole fucking point. Um, I am curious. Were you on the Bumble friends side, or were you on the dating side and just wrote in your bio like I'm in a relationship? I think that I would love to know that detail. Uh, dinner went well with good conversation we seemed to hit it off and then he began laying on the compliments really thick I'd had a big disappointment in my romantic life the week before and if I'm honest it felt great to bask in the attention Uh, you had a big disappointment in your romantic life I wonder what that was I didn't think too much about it other than a fun flirtation so yeah your relationship's not you know you had a fucking dip Um, you got a little attention you got a little flirting whatever we hung out for a while after dinner and flirted more when he left he said please don't ghost me which guys never fucking say shit like that never say like please just please text me no dude you gotta every time you leave a date you gotta assume of course she's gonna text me and if you're a chick it should be the same way why the fuck wouldn't he and you just leave it at that and you push it out of your brain um since we were drinking and i was okay i gave him the benefit of the doubt I met up with him again in case I totally misread things given the circumstances I was coming from. At our next dinner, he asked me a lot more get-to-know-you questions and then whipped out his phone and started Googling the details I'd given right in front of me. To my dismay, he eventually found one of my social media profiles. Yeah, just so you know, no matter who you are, unless your IG is like just straight-up private, anytime I would go on a date with a chick from Tinder or Bumble or whatever, you can find their Instagram immediately. You just like type, you know what I mean? it's so fucking easy. So just know that your social media will be found. If somebody wants to find your social media, they just fucking will like uh, from a dating app. There's so much info there. You know, I don't mean to get creepy, but you just type in their name, their age and the fucking school. It says they went to on, you know, their bumble. You can find anybody. You can creep on anybody that way. So keep that in mind. Um, that's for your own fucking protection. She goes, he seems way too attached after two dinners, and it's freaking me out. I'm scared he may stalk me more and show up at my house, which I share with my significant other, who is loosely aware of the details. Oh, man. It's starting to bleed into your fucking relationship. I don't think this guy's going to show up at your house. Um, For one, how's he going to know where you live? Um, But I feel like it'd be better to wean off contact with me, since we've texted pretty much every day since we first met. See, this this is the problem here. You know, all right, we'll get into this. Um, Since we first met, instead of just ghosting or telling him I'm not interested, is this the right move? How do I handle this without causing some kind of significant reaction from him? Love the pod. Thanks for giving me something to look forward to every few days. Thank you for writing in. I appreciate that. Um, Okay. He gave you the signs that this guy's not looking at this like a friendship. You know what I mean? And clearly, any dude who's going to say, like, please don't ghost me, or or things like that has got some insecurity and t- you know you typically don't want to play with that kind of energy right that kind like when men are in that please please don't you know hurt me kind of fucking area it means that a lot of times it's low confidence it's low security that's where all that shit comes from a man should be like no like i'd just be fully confident in themselves, be fucking suave about their business you know what i mean and not doubt that you're going to be interested they should fucking present the best version of themselves and believe in themselves you should think you're the prize you know so anytime you hear a guy say shit like that just know that's a red flag and if you're a guy just never say shit like that it's like the same way as like if you're a dude like this girl was just telling me how like her guy was uh, like, it was like, I know you were hanging out with like NHL players this weekend, and it was just totally like a friendly hang. She was like at some event, and it's like, dude, as a guy, you can't show that like insecurity, you can't show that jealousy because it's like a stink, you know. Just fucking keep it inside. I like if you keep it inside and you just don't say shit and you just let it go and you just trust the partner, it's gonna do so much better for you in the long run. Um. But, yeah, so you started, you know, you basically kind of flirted back with this guy a little bit. Um, You kind of ignored that, you know, this little flag of that insecurity, that kind of neediness, which, you know, I understand why you did. I get why you did. You're in a dip in your relationship. You're enjoying the flirtiness a little bit. You're like, maybe I misread this. Look, you usually don't. You usually don't misread shit. When you get a vibe on a fucking date or with a dude or something like that, you're you're usually kind of nailing it. You know what I mean? Trust your, give your instincts some fucking credit. They're there for a reason. So basically, now you're trying to figure out. I want to end this thing. How do I do it? Um, and I'm going to tell you this: if you're a girl on Bumble, friends, or those kind of apps, like okay, from from friends that I've talked to. The only thing that I've seen working on those kind of apps... Like, if you use a dating app to find friends... I think, for one, it's got to be completely upfront. I know women who have made good women friends. Good female friends on, like, Bumble Friends and shit. Like, I know a, a good friend of mine. She hangs out with this, like, really cool girl they met. And they're, like... They're part of each other's crew, you know? They met on Bumble Friends. It, was, it wasn't weird. It was just cool. My guy friends who have gone on Bumble Friends, it was all... It was, like a lot of gay guys in the closet not out yet little little light flirts. you know what i mean so there's some of that it's probably like 60 40 60% that 40% other dudes who are like yeah i need to meet some more people which is totally cool whatever whatever you, th- you know whatever your life is i don't give a fuck if you're not hurting anybody i don't give a shit you know so but i feel the point here being if you're a chick and you're using Bumble Friends and you're going and meeting dudes. I think you kind of have to walk in with a little bit of uh, caution and wariness of like, maybe this is just a guy trying to slip in through the friend zone. You know what I mean? Maybe this is guy is too nervous to be like, oh, I'm into you. Let's go on a date. So just kind of keep that in the back of your head. Um, but your question here is, do you just tell him you're not interested or do you ghost him? And the guy said, please don't ghost me, which kind of makes me think he's used to it at this point. I feel like that could be fucking harmless or he could be like, you know, and I think it's going to be a harmless situation no matter what. But that's so crazy how like as women, you guys have to worry like, yeah, I'm not interested in this guy. Is he going to kill me now? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, as dudes, we're like, yeah, I'm not interested in this girl. Is she going to try to cancel me? Like, that's the equivalent. It's like, we're worried about, you know, fucking getting in trouble on Twitter. You guys are worried about getting murdered. Both, we can agree, both equally bad. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I think, um, I don't know, my first thought is just be like, hey, I'm sorry, My me and my boyfriend are getting more serious. He doesn't really like the idea of me, like, having friends off of uh, this. Just wanted to give you a heads up, um, but I wish you all the best. Good luck out there, et cetera. Just nice little goodbye. Leave it at that. I think that'd be like my first thought, just to kind of wean your way out of this, you know, and just you know you could also just ghost them that that works too. I feel like that's what ninety percent of people would do. Um, but just you know, and maybe you've done all the right things here. But just in general, I would say be a little more cautious about like what you're throwing out there. Just don't trust men, you know what I mean? Like men on dating apps just fucking like, when when you get an instinct or you get a vibe of a certain thing or you, you know, like anytime you're like, I told this person I'm not interested, they seem interested, just get the fuck out of there. Just get out of there because everything has got to be established. Like, Don't trust that men are not going to want to fuck you because they are. You know what I mean? It's like every girl who's got 40 guy friends. No, they were, they're they my friends. They would never. Yeah, they would. They totally would have sex with you. They would. If you threw it at them and were like, hey, do you want to bang me right now? Could I? If you asked your, your, your guy friend and you went, can I blow you? Do you really think he would say no? You know, let's not be arrogant here. And I'm, you know, it's just like most men will will just take a a blowjob from a, from a hot chick. We just would, we would, we would accept that. That's our wiring. So let's jump into this. We'll make this the last email Then we'll go to the, the last minute Instagram questions. Going out to clubs while in a relationship. And let me just say real quick, I've been neglecting this, but the fucking, the, uh, I haven't been pushing the podcast ratings, so if you can, take a fucking second, leave a five star rating on iTunes. Do a quick little write up, say you enjoy whatever the fuck you know. I I, I check in on those. I haven't pushed in a long time, so there's just a bunch of people going like, he's fat, he's fucking fat. So just you know, drop a quick five star rating. Let's let's pick the nose of this plane back up. Um, make this this email from one of my favorites. Going out to clubs while in a relationship. Hey, love, my sister and I have argued about this topic so many times. We are polar opposites, and I want your opinion on this. The overall topic slash question is, what are your thoughts about people going out to clubs who are in relationships, and what would you do if you wanted to go out, but your partner wasn't comfortable with that idea because they don't like the scene or idea of clubs? Um, my sister and her boyfriend were saying that guys only go to clubs with the intention of hooking up, and a girl can be put in a bad situation where guys are trying to grope her, trying to dance with her, trying to talk slash flirt with her, um, and they may get sexually assaulted, and even if the girl didn't flirt back or talk to them. Those situations are likely to happen at a club, so you should be smart enough to not even put yourself in that situation. They said if your partner doesn't feel comfortable with you going to the club, you should respect that and not go. If you do go, it means you are not taking their feelings into consideration, and It's disrespectful. Guys only go to a club to hit on girls, so if you're in a relationship, it's not a place for you to be, even if you just want to go to dance or celebrate something. They also said that any person who allows their partner to go out and doesn't care, it's because they're probably cheating. Um, she goes, I said bad situations can happen anywhere. Majority of sexual assault cases are done by someone you already know and not a stranger. If a guy tries to talk to me, I just ignore them. If they touch me, I move away or get the bouncer to kick them out. It's really not that big of a deal if I'm not giving any positive attention back, et cetera, et cetera. I think you're making good points here. Um, majority of the time when I go out, I'm not bothered slash touched by guys or experience inappropriate behavior. She said she thought I was lying about that. I know it's something that they probably won't change their mind about. And that's fine. But I want to hear you talk about this and hear another point of view, especially from someone who fucked around a lot, travels for work, um, and has never cheated. Okay. Yeah, I mean... You know, it, this is a very, I had a, my very first girlfriend, we had a fight about this because she, she, you know, we were like 19, she was 18. She used to love going to clubs. I hate clubs. I hate places where you can't talk. You know, I like communicating with people. I like having conversation. That's a lot more of my vibe. I'm not even like enjoying parties that much anymore. Um, I'd much rather fuck it sit on a rooftop, have a beer, have a good convo. It's a little more of my vibe these days. But here's what I'll tell you. Um, when I was younger, this I, used to, I believed a lot of the things that your sister said. This kind of shit drove me crazy. I was like, why even go? Like, we're in a relationship. Like, why go? You know, it's like all dudes hitting on you. Because you visualize it being the worst. Like, I'm not a fucking club guy. Every once in a while, it's fun to go dance with your friends, loud music, that kind of deal. You know what I mean? That I'm down for. Um, but now, like, you know, as I've gotten a little older, I don't think this is a big problem. I just don't. Like if you're dating a girl and every, you know, every once in a while she wants to go to the club with her friends and hang out and dance like either trust them or you don't. And if I can't trust you in an environment like that, like if I worry about it, then uh that's one thing, but I wouldn't date somebody like that. So you know and if a chick's like at a club and yeah it's all dudes trying to fuck chicks but at the same time like it's it's like that at bars it's like that at restaurants you know what i mean like men want to fuck women everywhere it doesn't matter you know what i mean i know guys who hit on chicks in bathroom lines you have diarrhea too yeah i'm about to can, you know you get the sink i get the to- let's do this you have a phone number so it's not that different you know but do I think a lot of nightclubs are a living hell on earth? Sure. If my girl's friend is having a birthday at one or some shit and she wants to go, go ahead, have fun. You know, I'll be on the roof. I'll be on the roof. I'll be fucking, I got this app, shows me where the stars and constellations are. I'll be checking that out. You have a good time. And I wouldn't care. But, you know, it's a mental thing, it's an age thing. It's like two years ago, three years ago. You know, four years ago, I would have given a shit. Now I don't care. Like, either trust your partner or you fucking don't. You know what I mean? I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. So, and if they go to the club, I would say don't, like, get, don't do the fucking, don't check in every hour. Don't do that shit. Just, like, dude, do your own thing. It's not, like, you either trust your chick or you don't. That's really all it is. I don't believe women are this, like, weak species where men just you know get to decide whatever i want to make out with that girl now and so i no like it's not how the fucking that's not how society works you know what i mean i've never seen that you know i've never seen a dude just walk up to a table where i have like girlfriends and just start making out with one that's not into him it's like no that guy that guy's not leaving alive you know what i mean so it's it's just like a matter of fucking trust and i think most people when they're 18 19 20 they're gonna have the opinion that your sister has i don't know if your sister's older or younger i'm gonna guess younger and you know there's nothing wrong with that and i i think when you get a little bit older and a little a little bit of that insecurity drops um and you just realize like yeah i'm you know like for example i'm seeing a girl right now If she went to a club, I would have zero, I'd say almost zero worry. You know, I'd have one to 2% worry. And that's just, you know, people aren't perfect. Maybe you get hammered. You want to make out with a dude. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like, I I wouldn't be worried about it. You either fucking, you have that bond or you don't. And um, for guys that are like, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go to the club, this, that. You know, I, I understand where they're coming from. I think a lot of men do think that way. Um, it's really hard to explain because I, it wasn't like a decision I made to change my mind on that. It just kind of happens with age, I think, is you just, you know, you just realize like, who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? You know what I mean? It's not, you're just going to a place where it's, you're going to a bar that's louder. That's all it is. And the dresses are shorter you know you're a fucking adult you're going to a place where you want to have fun it's fine it's fucking fine so i'm a, i'm 100 percent on your side here um i just think as you get older and you settle down a little bit but you know that's not to say don't be not you know don't be fucking naive know that when you do go to the club it's going to be a lot of dudes who smell like dracar noir with their fucking hair slicked back and, and and button downs and they're going to be you know A lot of these these gross kind of dudes are going to, you know, they're going to try to finger you. So don't be fucking dumb. You know what I mean? Like, stay aware. Have a healthy distrust of the other gender. Like, that's, that's the advice here. Have a healthy distrust, whether you're a guy, whether you're a girl. No, yeah, we're fucking, we're each other's natural predators. So keep that in mind. But that's not to say you shouldn't go have a fucking good time with your friends and do what you want to do now it's one thing the the one place where it would uh bother me is like for example i knew this chick who loves raving and when she told me that she's like yeah like i mean almost every weekend i try i love going to raves and she like dresses up and does the whole thing and all the you know the nine fidget spinners on a fucking wheel whatever so i and i wasn't bothered that she was doing that or getting that male attention to me i was just like oh like we just have very different lifestyles We don't have lifestyles that complement each other. That's a lot. Like, as you get older, you kind of realize that's a big thing you look for in relationships is what kind of shit do we like doing? Because if she's all about, you know, if she wants to go to fucking raves all the time, I'm not going to want to go to any. So this is already going to be a thing. Like, you should find somebody who's into that and who can go have fun with you doing that. You know what I mean? And it's not to say your thing is worse. It's just not what I want to do. You know what I mean? If this chick's like, we got to go to an orchard once a week no it's just not gonna happen so i think that's ultimately what it comes down to like do you trust your fucking partner or not and let's do these last minute instagram questions when are you coming to boston hopefully fucking soon i had such a good time in boston uh last year we sold that puppy out it was fucking great um is it a red flag if a guy asks you to delete your dating apps the first time you guys hook up absolutely one thousand percent for sure Like we've been saying a lot, take this shit as slow as you fucking can when you're dating. You know what I mean? Just like go to exclusivity as late as you can. Go to all that shit as late as you fucking can. Play it as slow as possible. Get to know the person. Um, If a dude's asking you to delete your dating apps the first time you guys hook up, it's just not going to work. I'm sorry. It's just not. You're not dealing with a person who's going to be very open-minded, very trusting, very secure, you know, and I get you. Oh my God. He's so into me, dude. Just play it slow. Look for healthy. Don't look for lust. Look for healthy. It's taken me up until two months ago to fucking learn that. So it's just, you know what I mean? You can just kind of gauge people's maturity level with shit like that. Is it valid to drop someone after two dates? If you really like them, but you know, they will hurt you. Um, it depends why you know they will hurt you. If it's just like some fucking Taylor Swift sad girl shit, then uh, grow out of it. If it's because they have an opioid addiction, yeah, don't put yourself through that. If it's like a real thing and you see it, don't deal with it. Just fucking don't. Keep looking. Um, you know, if it's just you're worrying about nothing, then yeah, then it's not valid. But if it, if there's a reason, it's always valid. It's a hundred percent valid and you don't judge yourself for that either um why do i hate trader joes cuz it's a gray hell it's a gray, it's just a gray hell it's it, it's ugly as fuck every product is like oh this is trader mings fried rice you know and then if the rice if you're like if you go to if you're like uh hey hey trader joes this fucking rice gave me diarrhea They're like oh you got to talk to Trader Ming about that see if you go on over to Fisherman Paul he'll tell Trader Ming like what is this shit what are we doing here you know what I mean fuck all that give me a fucking normal grocery store that looks nice has nice floors the apples, that uh, they put uh, the lights over the fruits so they look like they're shining. Give me just a fucking nice grocery store. You know what I mean? With it, with prices that aren't insane. And we're good. I don't need every item to have some fucking fake person's name on it. Fucking. I, and all this. Trader Joe's is like fake groceries. It's like all frozen bullshit. You know what I mean? I hate it. But I, I live on the Upper East Side now. Every grocery store next to me is like... uh like d'agostino's and this other like i swear to god a box of cereal was nine fucking dollars so now all the groceries i'm buying are from whole foods delivery which is still like relatively crazy in price but it now looks so cheap because a box of cereal there's only six dollars you know so now in my head it's like oh i'm saving money now but i'm this fucking neighborhood is nuts for that but yeah i i'm not a fan of trader joe's never have been um this girl update on sending lingerie ahead of me good idea awkward in real life yeah I could see I could see that this girl basically sent lingerie to a guy's house to put on there and I was like I don't I don't think that's gonna go as smooth as you think it is um but you know I'm sure I'm sure the guy's not like complaining I, I have a hard time imagining the dude be, dude she fucking sent lingerie to wear for me for my pleasure in my house like what a crazy bitch like no I'm sure it wasn't as bad as you think it was. Um, What's the best gift you've ever received from a girl? Okay, let me think. An actual gift. Hmm. What's the best gift I've ever received? I feel like I haven't gotten that many gifts from, from gals. I would say probably... I've dated women who've given me like nice bottles of whiskey before, you know. I think that's I think that's a that's a very solid gift to give a guy. Um, I'm trying to think if I left anything out. I got a plant. I got a plant recently. I like the plant. Plant whiskey. I think those are good gifts to give. And what is what is the sexiest thing a girl has said to you in bed? I don't know about sexiest. I've, you know, there's definitely back in my days, there were definitely a uh, a couple of things. But you know, one thing that really blew me away. I remember I was hooking up with this girl, and uh, I was like nervous during the hookup. I was like, my dick was fucking baby soft here, and uh, she was going to blow me. And uh, you know, I kind of was like, hang on, like give me a second. Like let me let me pump my dick up a little bit, get hard. And you know, because I started feeling self conscious, and instead she took my super soft dick, put it in her mouth, and was like, "Don't worry, I've got it." And her confidence in being like willing to, she's like, "I don't care that you're soft. I trust that it'll get hard. Whatever." It completely put me at ease. I was harder than fucking three seconds, and it was it. Was a great time. So, when somebody, I would just say in general, things that ease your anxiety sexually. And make you worry less about your performance sexually are great to have. So that was the episode, folks. That was the fucking episode. Um, I hope you're not upset. I hope you're not offended. I hope you're happy. I hope you're, I hope you're doing good. It's going to be a fucking great Tuesday. I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm going to mount my fucking TV. Um, going to get a little work done. But share the episode. Tell a friend about it uh also all i should have said this up top but these episodes are all ad free on the patreon page every tuesday so if you want to listen without ads and there's a bonus episode every single friday premium episode full length the real deal join the fucking patreon it's 5 10 or 25 bucks a month depending on how big your dick is and um you know support the fucking show get a piece of merch uh i'm hoping that we can get more shows out on the road soon i fucking would love to come to your city and and do a show so we're working on it we're fucking working on it and send me coffee maker suggestions other than that i fucking love you guys i appreciate you you guys are the fucking realist fans around and uh thank you for being here for the fucking show and i love you guys cheers man have a great tuesday and i will see you guys on the friday bonus episode thank you for supporting and showing love talk to you guys soon hey my dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit monday.com to start your free two-week trial.